Chapter Nineteen of Stories from God's Holy Book by Josephine Looney. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. The Way of the Cross. Today is Good Friday, Bobby reminded Joe. You promised to tell us another story. Yes, answered Joe, and it is a very sad and very wonderful story. It tells us how Jesus died on the first Good Friday. The story begins in a place called the Garden of Olives. After the Last Supper was finished, Jesus went to this garden. He knew that the time had come when he would suffer and die for us. He wanted to pray to his Father first. As Jesus knelt there in the garden, he thought of all our sins. Every sin is ugly and bad because it is against God. Jesus saw in his mind all the sins that would ever happen on earth. It was terrible for him to think of those millions of bad, ugly things that people would do against him. It was terrible, too, to know that soon he would die. He was God, but he was man, too. Pain hurt him just as it hurts us. Just to think of these things made Jesus suffer. He suffered so much that the sweat came out all over his body. But this sweat was not water. It was blood. It poured out in great drops. They soaked his clothes and ran down to the ground. But still, Jesus kept on praying. He said in his prayer that he would do whatever his father wanted him to do, no matter how hard it might be. Then his father sent an angel from heaven to comfort him. Jesus had left the apostles in another part of the garden. Now he went back to them. Suddenly, a great crowd of soldiers came up. They were carrying clubs and swords and torches. They had been sent by the chief priests to arrest Jesus. And do you know who was leading this crowd? That is one of the saddest things of all. The leader was Judas, one of Jesus' twelve apostles. The chief priests had promised Judas a great deal of money if he would help them arrest Jesus. Judas liked money so much he said he would help. The soldiers did not know Jesus, so Judas said that he would point Jesus out so they could arrest him. He went up and spoke to Jesus as if he were still his friend, and he did something else which all friends used to do in those days. He kissed Jesus on the cheek. Then the soldiers knew which one Jesus was. They rushed toward him. Peter tried to protect him. He took out his sword and cut off the ear of one of the men. But Jesus told Peter to put away his sword. Then he touched the man's ear and healed it. Why didn't Jesus let the man's ear stay off? Patricia questioned. I would. Jesus was good and kind even to his enemies, Joe explained, and he wants us to be that way too. Patricia looked sorry for what she had said. Joe went on. Jesus asked the soldiers whom they were looking for. They told him they were looking for a man named Jesus. I am Jesus, he answered. So again the soldiers tried to go up and arrest him, but they found they could not move. They could not even stand up. But fell flat to the earth. Then he told them to get up, and he held out his hands so they could tie them. After that, the soldiers led Jesus away. Where did they lead him to? asked Bobby. To Caiaphas, the head priest. Caiaphas held a trial right away. Some people who hated Jesus came to the trial and told many lies about him. At last, Caiaphas commanded Jesus to say if he was the Son of God. Jesus answered, I am. Then Caiaphas said that Jesus was committing a great sin by saying this, 
and all the court said Jesus should die. Where were the apostles all this time? Bobby wanted to know. When Jesus was arrested, they were afraid and ran away, Joe explained. They weren't very brave, remarked Bobby. No, they weren't brave now, but they did grow brave later on. Now they ran away, but many years afterward every one of them died for the sake of Jesus' church. What happened to Judas? Patricia wanted to know. Judas soon became sorry for what he had done, Joe said. He ran to the room where the chief priests were gathered and threw the money at their feet. He wanted them to take it back and let Jesus go, but they just laughed at him. Then Judas did something even worse than before. Judas should have gone straight to Jesus and asked to be forgiven. That is what we should always do, no matter how bad we have been. Jesus will always forgive us anything if we are truly sorry and tell him so. He wanted to forgive Judas, but Judas thought his sin was too great. So he did not go to Jesus. Instead, he went to the woods outside the city and killed himself. That makes me sad, Patricia said. But go on, Joe, please. After Caiaphas held the trial, Jesus had to be taken to the governor, Joe continued. This man's name was Pilate. He was not a Jew, so he did not believe in the one true God. But when he talked with Jesus, he could see he was a wonderful person and did not deserve to die. So Pilate thought that perhaps if he had Jesus whipped, the people would be satisfied and let him go. So he had the soldiers drag Jesus from the room and tie him to a post. Then they struck him many times with whips. Afterward, they put a crown of thorns upon his head and made fun of him and insulted him in every way they could. Why did he let them? Patricia cried. He could have stopped them. He was God. Yes, he could have, Joe said, but he loves us so much. He was willing to suffer this way to make up to his father for our sins, and he wanted to show us how bad sin really is, so we would always try hard to be good. Now Jesus was taken back to the governor. Pilate felt very sorry for him. He thought the people would be sorry too. He led Jesus out on a balcony and told the crowd to look at him, but the chief priest made the people believe Jesus was their enemy. They were not sorry for him. Instead, they yelled out, Crucify him! Crucify him! This meant they wanted him to be killed by being nailed to a cross. Pilate was afraid of the angry crowd, so at last he said Jesus should be killed. That was wrong, Bobby observed. Pilate shouldn't have given in. No, he shouldn't have, Joe agreed. We must always do what we know is right, even if others are against us. That is being truly brave, and sometimes it is very hard. Now the soldiers placed a heavy wooden cross on Jesus' shoulders. They made him carry it through the streets. The soldiers were taking him to a hill outside Jerusalem called Calvary. It was a place where criminals were put to death. Jesus was very weak by this time. He was in great pain. He could hardly hold the cross. At last he could not take another step without help. So the soldiers made a man named Simon help him carry the cross. At first Simon was angry because he had to do this. But after a while, he felt very sorry for Jesus and wanted to help him as much as he could. People were lined up along the side of the road. Many women there were crying at the sad sight of Jesus going to be crucified. Even in his pain, Jesus noticed them and spoke kindly to them. At last, the cross was carried to the top of Calvary. The soldiers threw Jesus down upon it. They drove long nails through his hands and feet. 
Then they lifted up the cross and placed it in the hole which had been dug for it. Two other men were crucified at the same time. Their crosses were on each side of his. They were thieves and had done many very bad things. But Jesus hadn't done anything wrong, Patricia exclaimed. That's true, Joe replied. He was God, but he let them treat him like a criminal. He was God, but he died in this terrible way. He wanted to open heaven for us, and he wanted to make us see how much he loves us, so we will always, always love him. For three hours Jesus hung on the cross. The crowd stood around and made fun of him. But even then Jesus showed his love. He lifted up his eyes to heaven and prayed for all these people. Father, he begged, forgive them. They do not know what they are doing. Did the thieves say anything? Bobby inquired. One thief blamed Jesus, said Joe. He said that if Jesus really was the Son of God, he would save them. But the other thief was sorry for his sins. He knew Jesus was truly God. He said, Lord, remember me when you go to your kingdom. Jesus promised to take him to heaven that very day. Even though the thief had done so many bad things? Bobby exclaimed. Yes, Bobby. Because the thief knew he had done wrong, he was sorry with all his heart. We call this man the good thief, and we see that it is never too late to turn to Jesus. Was Jesus' mother there? asked Patricia. She was standing right beside the cross, answered Joe. With her was John. John was the only apostle who wasn't afraid to be there. Jesus looked down from the cross and saw his mother and John. He loved his mother so much he did not want to leave her alone. So he told John to take care of her. He said that from now on Mary would be just the same as John's own mother. And Jesus meant that Mary would be our mother, too. Our blessed mother, murmured Patricia. I'm so glad Jesus gave her to us. So am I, said Bobby. Go on, Joe. The story is almost finished, resumed Joe. Jesus suffered on the cross a while longer. Then he said, It is ended. He had finished his work on earth. He was ready to go back to heaven. So he whispered one last prayer to his father. Then he bowed his head and died. The children were very quiet. At last Patricia spoke. There were tears in her eyes. I wish I could do something for Jesus, she said. You can, dear, both you and Bobby, Joe told her. You can pay him back by loving him. That's all he asks. If you love him, you will do just what he wants you to do, always. Then you'll go to heaven, that he opened for you and for all of us. We will, we will, promised both children together. Now, Joe resumed, strange things began to happen. The earth seemed to know that its creator had been crucified. The sun hid its face. Light ran away and left a cover of darkness over the land. The earth shook and great rocks broke into pieces. The crowd were very much afraid. They knew that God was showing them that Jesus did not deserve to die. The soldiers around the cross cried out, Truly, this man was the Son of God. Did they leave Jesus on the cross? Bobby questioned. No. The governor let Jesus' followers take Jesus' body down. There was a new stone tomb nearby. In this tomb they placed Jesus' body. They had to hurry, because it was against the law not to have a dead person buried before evening. A large rock was then rolled in front of the entrance to close it. 
The chief priests remembered that Jesus had said he would rise again, so they went to the governor. They said they were afraid Jesus' followers might steal away his body, and then say he had risen. They got the governor to send soldiers to watch the tomb. They were going to get a big surprise, weren't they, Joe? said Bobby. Joe smiled and nodded. Yes, she said, but that will be our Easter story. End of chapter 19